Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a Big Show. Is everybody ready? Thirsty, thirsty, Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. <laughs> is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live. From our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena, Austin Horton producing today, as usual, across the glass from me. And safely, social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. What's going on, buddy? Good to see you, Good to see you earlier today. I did you're see you earlier good. today. I appreciate that. Uh, you're and looking good, man. I, it feels like I never see you anymore. You rock that uh, you rock that whaler's hat better than anybody. I did wear my I'm still wearing my whaler's hat, in fact. <laughs> in fact, you know, yeah. I'll tell you a funny story about the whaler's hat. The whaler's hat was my green yesterday for St. Patrick's Day, and the uh-huh. second I took it off for dinner. You got pinched. Bam! Pinched by my three year old. I mean it's like <laughs> she was waiting for me to do it. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's the uh, statute of limitations? I mean, I mean <laughs> you can't you can't take your head off for one second. Yeah. I don't well, know. Was it or was it not still St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, I hey, I I wasn't I broke the rules. Yeah. I paid the it. I paid the price. I didn't even think about it. I was <laughs> I just been wearing my green hat around all day and all of a sudden take it off for a second and wham. You got it. Happy St. Patrick's Day. That's the thing about kids, man. You can't sneak anything by them. They are going to they're going to notice. She was lying in wait. Oh yeah. She was lying in wait. She was, she, you know, she, she had a good St. Patrick's Day. She takes it very seriously. <laughs> I saw the, I saw the video of her uh, finding the golden nuggets. Oh, did you? Did you see yeah. those? That, that's yeah. a, that's a really funny story in and of itself because um, we had talked to her about leprechauns and all that stuff. And we had kind of vaguely hinted that maybe the leprechaun would leave its gold, you know, whatever. And uh, then pretty much put it out of thought until yesterday as the show was wrapping up and, and my wife calls and said, so she's mentioning uh, <laughs> when, when the leprechaun's going to be there. So can you swoop by the store and pick up some of those, you know, gold coins? You know what I'm talking about, Gordo? The, the chocolate, yeah. uh, uh-huh. the, the gold coins, you know? Yep. So I went to two different stores on my way home. To find some of those. I thought, well, it's St. Patrick's Day, you know, there's there maybe the pickings will be slim, but I should be able to find something, you'd think. And uh no, no, the stores have already switched to Easter. And uh instead of finding some some gold coins, all I could find was bunny crap. <laughs> and eggs and all this stuff that isn't St. Patrick's Day gold coins. Uh so you know what I did? I found these uh uh, chocolates that are wrapped in gold like packaging you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and so i took that home 
and said, hey, look, the leprechaun was here. Yay, gold nuggets. I called them gold nuggets because they're not coins, so I went with gold nuggets. This really confused her because <laughs> she's never heard the term gold nugget before. So after it, it, all said and done and she— And she's, you've been to the golden nugget a thousand times. I have. She has not quite yet had the uh-huh. pleasure. Yeah. But— um. All of a sudden, this is, you know, like a little while after uh, she found the golden nuggets. She goes, where's the chicken nuggets? I was like, no, 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 not chicken, not chicken nuggets. There's gold nuggets. And she did have a moment where she was like, so where are the coins? It's like, no, you got nuggets. What chicken nuggets? No, no, just eat your chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> just just eat your chocolate. You enjoy mmm yum yum yum. That that chocolate sure is good. <laughs> I'm glad. that out. Yeah. I'm glad we don't uh, observe St. Patrick's Day at our house the way you do. Getting pinched. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to her about gold nuggets that because I couldn't find any darn coins. Go on a valley wide search for a gold coin and only find Easter eggs. Hold on, hold on. You don't observe St. Patrick's Day at your house? I mean, we wear green, and but we don't. There's the leprechauns have never and will never visit our house. Man, we had corned you beef and cabbage last night. The gold nuggets getting pinched. We're a huge St. Patrick's Day family, apparently. You wouldn't want any additional luck, would you, Austin? Nope, I've got plenty of luck. Thank you. He gets up <laughs> no. on the wrong side of the bed every morning. He's, he's just doomed from the start. Yeah. I'm just trying to help you out. Maybe if you got on the leprechaun's good side, you might... Uh... What did you do, sir, to celebrate Leprechaun's Day? Oh, man, are you kidding me? We got... Uh, no, we got... you. Uh, not we, you. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I wore green. I had a little green on. Uh, Which is I... it? You wore green or happened to have green, green Happened to have green on, yeah. That's I it. had a little insignia of green on and uh we had uh we had uh decorations and the whole the whole thing the Haynes so. logo on his undershirt <laughs> 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 oh man uh, don't, let's cheat, see. don't cheat don't cheat your kid out of uh, all these fun little things austin you know you know uh, have some fun get this sven weighs in on twitter you can tweet us at jake scott's own at austin horton at gordon monson uh, Sven says, rookie dad mistake. Get your gold coins early. I'd use a bag of Rolos one year. <laughs> that would have been brilliant. Yeah. That would have been brilliant. Because here I am standing in the darn candy aisle at the store like, what on earth am I going Just to pastels do? pastels everywhere. I mean, <laughs> I can't. I can't tell her an Easter egg is a gold coin. I mean, that just ruins two holidays. Uh, that's pretty clever, Sven. Uh, yeah, Rolos, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah that's brilliant. Plus, those are good. Yeah, Rolos are amazing. I'm not even candy guy, and I could go for some Rolos right now. But are they? How's that work? Are they individually wrapped? Does you can that get work them individually just, wrapped. Yeah. Can you? Okay. I thought that's the only way they came. Uh, they come. Oh, uh, if you get them in a roll, sometimes. Well, yeah, but I thought together. they were individually wrapped in the roll uh-uh. no. inside no. gold foil. No, but you can get individually wrapped no. Rolos. It's been probably 20 years since I bought been a Rolos. Yeah. Yeah, been a minute. All right. Uh, Gordon, we have a, a short but spectacular show for uh, our listeners today. Spectacular. Uh, it, just fascinating basketball came coming up between the Jazz and the Wizards. <laughs> really whiz. headline grabber. Oh, wow. Uh, 2-12 even 
12 minutes into the show for Gordon to make the whiz joke. That might be a new record. How many before 3 o'clock, though? None. I've used it. I've burned it. I'm not going to say it again. Thank goodness the Jazz only play the Wizards twice a year. (laughs) Uh, Not much. Well, I mean, every game is, uh, you know, these are NBA athletes, Jake. They are. They are. And and Bradley Beal is really good. He is really good. And uh, it's not like any guards have given the Jazz any trouble through the through the weeks, right? Well, I mean, let's let's face it, that Beal is kind of the definition of a one-man show. He's really good. And, you know, he's really good when the team around him, you know, stinks and he's the only option, <laughs> so that helps. He's kind of like, uh, for the Wizards, he's the full-time version of Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, right, exactly. I kind of like him, though, because he's, he's not forcing his way out of Washington because he wants that Supermax extension. And I think I think players I think the league would be better if players were greedy again. I know you've been a proponent of that for some time now. I mean, that's the incentive for players to stay in small markets is that they can pay them more than the other teams. Yes, but apparently like I want Donovan and Rudy to be as as greedy as they possibly can be, because that's the jazz edge in keeping them here. You mean. Off the court. Off the off, the, off court. the court. Not not selfish on the court. Off the court. All right. Well, uh we'll uh, we'll see if that I would imagine I, I would be surprised. Uh, depending upon what happens. If the Jazz are able that's why this winning that they're doing right now is so very important because I don't think it's gonna be a situation where a uh, Kevin Durant is jumping out of Golden State to go somewhere else. If these guys are successful here, I don't think they'll see a reason to go anywhere else, do you? Well, I have no idea. I mean, you probably would have said the same thing about Gordon Hayward uh, two years before his departure. Oh, uh, no, Gordon Hayward always was kind of an odd duck. He always seemed a little estranged somehow. Okay. but Did I... you, Didn't you pick up on that early on? We used to have him on our show every week, and it just seemed like he... I, I I don't judge players based on how they react on the air too much, but I always had a feeling from him that something was amiss. You thought he would leave? Because I didn't you know. Thought something I didn't was know. I, I can't say that I could. I know you can't read anybody's mind. Protect that. Uh, predict that. I'm sorry, but uh, but I I, th- I just had a feeling there was some discontent there. Sometimes I, it's about more than that, though. I mean, Kawhi Leonard left San Antonio because he didn't get the shoe deal that he wanted. Is that really the reason? That's part of it. And LaMarcus left Portland because he didn't get the bobblehead before before Damian <laughs> Lillard. Did. That's right. I forgot about the, the bobblehead controversy. So you never know. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Everyone has their reasons, I guess. But I, I think sometimes you can sense from somebody who's content, hungry but content, and that's what I see out of Donovan and Rudy. Uh, not going to make a prediction, but you can't read. But that's a long way off still. But I, I just think those guys are going to be around a while. Yeah, it is a long way off after their extensions. But, mm-hmm. you know, in the NBA, you never know. I mean, LeBron was from Cleveland and he left. <laughs> yeah, when he went back, he said, I'm coming back for the kids. Yeah, whatever. But oh, he, What happened to the kids in, the, in that hiatus there? Kevin Durant was coming off, what, an MVP season, and he left? 
They had yeah. lost. They had lost in uh, game. Didn't they lose to Oklahoma City? Yeah. No, is that what? Yes. It, no, they had lost to Cleveland, and that was the story that Draymond Green got in his car and called Kevin Durant. Oh, Oklahoma City had just lost to the Warriors in, in the Western Conference in the Western finals. Conference Finals. That's, That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Good, That's good right. Memory. But I don't think Durant was MVP that season, was he? It might have been the year before. I think Westbrook may have been MVP that season. No, no? he was the MVP the year after Durant left. That's right. Yep. That's when he averaged the triple double and. But it was all right. That's that, that's he left after, right. losing to Golden State. He joined Golden State, yeah. and they were they were a franchise on top of the world at that point, Oklahoma City. So I, I yeah, but guys, if if Donovan Mitchell were ever to be named MVP and win a title here, I don't think he's leaving. Durant won MVP and went to a finals, and he left. Yeah, I just and I he was know. a huge active member of that community. Remember. He's got like a like a honorary key to the city for life or something. There was some <laughs> weird honor that they they gave him. I, I'm yeah. with you though, Gordon. As we look at it now in today, yeah. it's, uh-huh. it seems hard to think he would leave, but that's so many years from now. You anyway. just never know. Right. See, I look at it that way, and uh, look, we're guessing here. But if he's able to win championships or be in that uh, you know in that neighborhood, I. I th- that would be the only reason for him to leave. I think is if the Jazz were unable to make any headway, and he looked around and said, "Man, I'm hungry for a championship." Not necessarily that he would he would pick his team and go, "Okay, I'm going to pick that team." But I, I, he wants a chance. He wants a chance to get that thing. And ironically enough, here in Utah, that chance is heavily relying upon him. What if Adidas came in and said, we'll give you $100 million if you go somewhere else? That's dirty pool. That happens all the time. The the shoe companies have a huge influence on what uh, happens in basketball at all levels. That's why Durant gave up the extra money to stay in Oklahoma City. He got that big shoe deal that didn't make it matter. Okay, so if the Jazz are able to be in contention for a title... Why is it that uh, – and Donovan's got this big name. Why is it that uh, Adidas would step in and why would they want him somewhere else? Because if he's winning championships or in that uh, in that realm, you know, he's getting plenty of attention, right? And the, plenty of notoriety and he's selling a lot of shoes. Regardless if you're playing for the Jazz or you're playing for the Knicks, right? No, right. That's a lot of assumptions right there. It's <laughs> like a zillion different assumptions, right? <laughs> okay. All right. A star in Salt Lake isn't the same as a star in L.A. That's a reality. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm just saying it's not so easy as I looked him in his eye and thought, he's not going anywhere. Well, are you saying... Are you suggesting? <laughs> Am I are suggesting you su- what? Are you suggesting, Jake, that... Uh, that that uh, Donovan Mitchell and his those in his camp would not be as satisfied with a championship here in Hooterville as in Hollywood. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what goes on in those shoe execs' mind, except for they want to make as much dough as they possibly can. <laughs> You're closer to that world than me. You could probably go uh, ask a family member how how that world works. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I will during the break. See what I can find out. There, there's a no I won't tell that story on the there was a funny story about that family member today 
Oh, yeah? He seemed quite startled when I showed up at the door. Like, who is this maniac knocking <laughs> on my door? <laughs> Did he recognize you? I don't think so. Well, you were wearing a mask. Maybe. I know, because I'm responsible. All I, I felt, you know what I felt like? I felt like a uh, like a third grader again, because all I said was, is Gordon home? <laughs> Can Gordon play? Can Gordon come out and play? Uh, I did feel that way, but I did see Tanner, and he did give me a look like, who Whatever are you? Whatever you're selling, I'm not what buying. What are you doing here? He did come in and say, hey, someone's at the door. Yeah, he had no idea who I was. He would feel bad if he knew that it was you. Oh, I, I wasn't offended by any means. You're right. I don't recognize anybody in masks. I actually talk with a security guy downstairs who I've said hi to for <laughs> years, right? And uh, he's like, who are you with, sir? You know, I'm like, no, hey, you know, it's me. And he's like, wow. He was almost embarrassed. I was like, don't even worry about it, dude. I uh, I don't recognize anybody. Austin has his mask on, and half the time I'm like, excuse me, are you lost? <laughs> sure. My bald head doesn't give <laughs> Oh, that by the way, way huh? this is what Gordon uh, Gordon got us, Austin. This is what oh, I was, this this the, is the what I was picking, surprise? picking up today. It's a, it's a so green your shirt, shirt. Okay, I see. Your shirt says this. I'd agree with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be right. Oh, but yours says both be wrong. This is yours, yeah. and they all say that's that. mine. Yeah, this one's yours. I would agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. They all say that. Yeah. Why can't I wrap my head around that? I'd agree with you, but then we'd both be oh, because I'm right. Yeah, you're wrong. Got right. it. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Gordon. Thanks, Gordo. Gordo got us. Where shirt. did you? And they just someone makes that shirt. Yeah, I saw it somewhere, and I thought, okay, this I isn't a customized shirt. This is. Uh, as far as you know, it might be. Okay, I think it's cooler it, that it's just it's random awesome. that someone makes that shirt. It's like a that. nice soft yes. material so, too. Someone, it's a good someone shirt. made made the shirt, and I saw it online. I said I gotta get that for the guy. That's so awesome. I got one. I got one for me too. The problem is that I got Austin. I got you a green one. I got me a green one, and I got Jake a blue one. And mm. I like the blue color the best. And I I I think. The ones I got, me and you, might be a little bit big, but they might shrink. Who knows? But I think Jake's probably would fit better. Uh, honestly, that's my favorite color right there on the green. the shirt, oh, so I'm excited. Kind of a St. Patty's green, actually. I'm just glad it doesn't say this. I have pierced nipples. Yeah, that's, that is that would be, That'd <laughs> be a shirt. That'd be a funny thing to advertise. Well, what would be the one about Mike Trout? Pitching isn't the problem. It's Mike Trout. He sucks. Yeah, you wouldn't want wow, that. Wow, that is a controversial opinion. I mean, yeah. that is going That's against just, the grain. Yeah, if you yeah, really believe yeah. that, you're a fool and don't ever talk and, baseball again. And, and he's, see, Austin, that just uh, indicates uh, an emptiness of thought, don't you think? I Jake? agree. See, I'm just. And whoever no. came up with it was empty in thought, too. <laughs> I, hey, we're not the ones who said it. No, but you came up with it, so you believe it. <laughs> I, You know, I will go against the grain. I'm not afraid to do that. I don't think Gordon is either. And uh, we'll we'll go with some unpopular opinions sometimes if if we feel like we can I like make, wearing socks with sandals if we feel like we can make a case. <laughs> Here we go. But but that Wait, that you're supposed to wash your underwear. But that Mike Trout take. I mean, you're like pitching uh, isn't the problem. It's Mike Trout. He sucks. Yeah, I don't think many people are going to come along with you on that one. Good because it's wrong. I mean, his numbers are pre- are are pretty good, and the Angels' pitching staff has been not terrific, but. You know, and Austin keeps saying keeps saying that that Mike Trout sucks. 
Uh, it's like, uh, it's kind of, you know, it's like, kind of like when, did you ever play games with your brother when you were growing up and you'd, you'd grab his uh, hand and hit him with his own hand and say, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? That's what we could uh, say at the Austin. Why? <sighs> because you're hitting yourself. No, I don't believe that. Pitching isn't the problem. It's Mike Trout. He sucks. I don't believe that at all. Sounds well, like then why, why do you say what you don't believe? Because I picked incorrect Super Bowl picks. <laughs> okay. Didn't Clocky tell us the other day that the Angels pitching staff is supposed to be better this year? Or is that well, just it's a, hard not to be. Is that just a, another one of those things like uh, like the Ute receiving core where everybody thinks they're going to be? <laughs> the eternal hope yeah, the, sold right. from Arizona spring training. Yeah. yeah. Is that is, although uh, what's his name uh, Otani? He's he's back, right? And he's dealing. And he's is he? I've heard he's mashing the ball, and they're thinking about maybe not going the pitching route. Is that right? Oh, I hope. Well, he's doing both. He is right. throwing cheese, dirtiness from the mound, and then just killing the ball over the fence too. But he so, can't. Uh, do, do, do they believe? Uh, Austin, you probably researched this. Do they believe that it's too much wear and tear on someone to have them do both, or too distracting, or do they really think this guy's capable of doing it consistently, both? Uh, I haven't researched it. I get the dilemma though, because who couldn't use a guy that every third at bat clears the fence, and also who couldn't use a guy, especially in that organization, who every third at bat's a strikeout. That's pretty. That's those are pretty good things that you need on both. You need both those for a good team. But he can't stay healthy, right? Well, they think that the surgeries he's had may have fixed all that health stuff, but we'll see. He now has Let's like a robotic so arm. Yes. Have you seen Rookie talented. of the Year? It, it, oh, it's yeah. one of those <laughs> where he had a cast that, that kept his hand in, uh, in the L shape. Yeah, and then they took the cast off and he broke the doctor's nose. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a terrible movie. I watched that you when I was a kid. Hold your tongue. <laughs> okay. That's Gary Busey's best work. How about, how about this? What a terrible concept. <laughs> uh, like the Doogie Howser, but baseball. I love that so, movie. So, what do you guys? Let's ask Mr. Movie this because how often does it happen where you got a producer and you got a crew, you got a director, and they're working on a film that seemed like a good idea at the time, but about halfway through they recognize this is junk. Yeah, have you seen a, a Hugh Grant movie? <laughs> they still make them, but they're, yeah. they're not good. I wonder though how many films get scrapped when already. In production, you know what I mean. Usually, that when, never happens. Yeah, usually they'll they'll weed it out before they invest millions of dollars into it. Yeah, right? I mean the checks have been cashed by the time you're filming. You now, can't really stop it. I'm sure that plenty of directors, producers, etc., realize that it's hot garbage halfway through, but they still <laughs> right. Put in a, fact, put a lipstick uh, put lipstick on that pig and let's get it out to theaters. In fact, Ryan Reynolds, who made the Green Lantern, just last night. He has never watched it because he knew it was terrible when he made it. So he's never watched it. That, but it's where he met his wife, too, by the way. But last night, he live-tweeted his first ever viewing of The Green Lantern. Oh, that's funny. And he just at the end, he admitted, he said, yeah, this isn't the best, but there are a lot of people that worked really, really hard on this film, and it may not be the best, but it's, it's still mine or something like that. Yeah, and okay. It's like we all know it sucks, but we like getting paid and having a job. Oh, hey, we it. Here, here. I don't blame him for not watching it, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, don't blame him one bit.
So he was complimentary when he watched it. He didn't say. No, he but, wasn't. No, he wasn't. He just wrapped it up with a with a nice. Yeah, I kid because I love. Kind yeah, of thing. I gotcha. All right, we'll have more big show coming up next. In fact, we'll we'll dive into the jazz. Sam Amick. Ah. Uh, with us at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, pre-game starts at 4. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today is Jim Croce, selected by me, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. Love Jim Croce. Sadie picked out this record the other day. Is Jim Croce still with us? No. He uh, passed some time ago. How, how did he... He died suddenly, right, Gordon? I want to... Some said airplane or car crash, I think. I do not recall, but uh, Jim Croce was obviously very popular back in my day. And, uh, yeah, that's a good choice. Oh, yeah, plane crash. Whoops. There you go. Sorry to ask. I knew it was something. But, no, Jim, unfortunately, not with us. Maybe in the early 80s? Is that when it happened? Anyway. I don't know. I, you come in with his up-tempo records. And... Somebody asked if Jim Croce's still alive. <laughs> uh, did you hear the national parks in the studio with Hans? Uh, last hour, Gordon? I did not. Uh, they played a few tunes in here in the studio, which I wondered how that would sound, and it sounded awesome. And, uh, yeah, that was a new thing. That was really cool. If you didn't have a chance oh. to hear that, I'm sure we'll get it up in uh, in podcast form. But they're playing the arena on Saturday night. Oh, okay. All right. And I'm not all that familiar with the, with the, the national parks. I've heard of them. We've had them as local band Friday or whatever, but uh, they sounded great. Any You know what? Any band... That throws in a violin or a fiddle, I'm pretty much on board. So you like Yellow Card then? Sure. <laughs> they have the electric. Hey, wait, violin. wait. How come the national parks weren't on a big show? Because uh, they were on with Hans. I don't know. All right. Okay, just you didn't. To... You didn't reach out, Gordon. You throw your weight around once in a while. Maybe we'll get the national parks on our show. <laughs> I, I I think it was their their schedule being busy probably lined up with that show better. Yeah. Are but, they? Are, I mean, how popular are they? Is that? A, I mean, is that a big, 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 big deal? Yeah, I, in my opinion, yeah, I I think they're they're one of my top ten bands that I I love listening to the national parks, but they're not quite as big as I think they deserve to be, and wow. I think I'm okay with that because I like I like having something that not everybody knows about. But anyway, your own little corner of the world that you like to uh, you know that's funny that you bring that up because I think that's true for. Everybody feels that way sooner or later about something, right? Have you ever really loved a band and it has been relatively anonymous generally, and then all of a sudden they get big and you feel somehow lost in the wash? Uh, my buddies and I saw Blink-182 at Deviate. Wow. Yeah. Was there like 15 people there? Uh, more than 15, but I, I got to give my buddies more credit for, I just kind of went along on that one. And then lo and behold, it's like, wow, this band became a big deal. Who knew? 
How many people were at, uh, in attendance, would you guess? I don't know. What do clubs usually, you know, 100, couple hundred? Really? Wow. Okay. Well, that is uh, that's interesting. Watching Mike Trout for those nine games he played in Salt Lake, I think I and a that lot counts. of people that watch that were like, this is going to, he's going to go and never come back. It's going to be really good for Mike Trout. Were people getting autographs, Austin? Yeah, there were people. I mean, he, he came with some fanfare, too. He wasn't like yeah. some scrub never heard of. But Gordon caught Glenn Miller before he got big. Did he? The big band or just Glenn? <laughs> Glenn during his solo years. Well, Glenn was the band. <laughs> he was the, the star that, or the uh, straw that stirred the drink, right? Yeah, no doubt. Glenn Miller, that was the first old-timey name I could think of. Uh, let's talk a little jazz basketball, Gordon, as much as I've enjoyed our casual conversation thus far in the show. Uh, Washington, the Wizards, um, make up for the game that was postponed during the first half of the season. And uh, they'll, it'll be the front end of a back-to-back. Mike Conley not going to go tonight, which is not a surprise that they continue to try to manage uh, his hamstring, which I, I think is uh, a smart thing to do. Um, but this should be an opportunity for the Jazz to build on the, the momentum they started again against Boston. Yeah, this is part of the reason I thought that game the other night was so important because, you know, what would it get, what's this game tonight, a victory against the Wiz? What does that really prove? I think beating the Celtics means a little more, even though numerically it's all the same. But uh, the Wizards at 14 and 25, the Jazz would be expected to win no matter what. And uh, But uh, sometimes these games are a little dangerous, you know. So we'll see if uh, they're able to capitalize and keep that good feel going. You know, building back up that confidence that uh, they can win every single time they walk out on the floor. The Wizards uh, in offensive rating, according to basketball reference, are 21st, only to be outdone by their defense, which is 27th. (laughs) 27th? 27th. Yeah. Now the Jazz should be able to score then. And the Wizards are 3-7 and over their last 10. So they're, they're trending about like they have all season long. And no Russell Westbrook tonight uh, for the Wizards. Uh, but uh, Bradley Beal, he's he's a, an interesting story because the Wizards were okay there in the East for a lot of years trying to team Bradley Beal and, uh, and John, John Wall. Wall together. And they had some teams that, uh, that were all right. Um, I've never been a Scott Brooks fan myself. Uh, he doesn't run a whole lot. Um, but he's in an interesting spot because the Wizards need to go into a rebuild, but yet they've got this really good player in Bradley Beal who seems to be motivated to stay there because he wants to sign a Supermax deal. Uh, and they're kind of in no man's land. It, it, it's amazing they're as bad as they are with Beal because he averages 32 points per game, but... It's kind of this weird thing where I think the Wizards need to figure out what his future, are they going to rebuild around him, and can they do that fast enough? I think yeah. they're in an interesting place as a franchise, actually. Interesting but frustrating because I don't. you've got someone who's good enough to be a star in the league, but where are the answers? Where, how are you going to fix this? You know, this is where a front office has to have a plan, and they have to have high acumen. Uh, to, to, to pull this off. We saw the Jazz climb out of a losing situation, but there was a plan in place, a pretty solid plan, and that's uh, paying off uh, as they move forward now. What's the Wizards' plan? Do they have one? How many teams that are sub-500 have a plan? Oh, I would 
I would hope most of them, whether or not it's a good plan or not, I don't know. But uh, What did Mike Tyson say? Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face? I thought that was uh, uh, um, Barry Tyson, <laughs> his cousin. I thought it was Margaret Thatcher myself. Uh <laughs> No, I, I, I mean, Iron I, Mike or the I, Iron Lady, you choose. I mean, I think that uh, that uh, the Kings, for example, have had many different plans that have been terrible, but I, I think they've probably still had a plan nonetheless. So I don't, I don't know what the Wizards' plan is, but I would hope they have one. I, I personally well, would try to flip Bradley Beal for as many assets as I could possibly yeah, get, and I think and I would too. Find some pieces to rebuild around, but. How old is want- Beal now? Is it late 20s? That probably sounds about right. Hang on. I, I, 27. I just, 27. So he's still well, young? Yeah, I don't know. It's Because kind of, coming by a star like him in the league isn't easy. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, whether Do you have to flush the whole thing down the toilet before you can rebuild? No. Um I mean, like uh, the Jazz, for example, when they moved on from uh, John and Carl, they were down for kind of a year and a half, right? But they added a free agent, two free agents in Boozer and Memo, and they were back, right back to playoff contention in a couple of years. I don't well, know if you need to. Well, not until what? Not until, oh, what was it, uh, 08 or something like that? No, they went to the Western so, Conference Finals before that. No, is that, that was uh, that Was, was that 08? I thought was it, it was 07 or 08. Um, Wasn't it? But that's not a, a real long turnaround by NBA standards. Well, let's see. Carl and John, they left, what, about 2000? That was later than that. Like 03. No one. Let's see. No. No, 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 no. It was before that. 03, John Stockton. What? What do you mean, what? I'm looking at it right here, 2003. Really? Yes. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. You're right. Yeah, you did <laughs> disagree with me quite sternly there. I yeah, did. 03. Okay. All right. Then they had the 500 year in 04. 0405, I guess. Or 0304 is the 500 year. 0405 was the first year of Booz and Memo when they didn't do much because uh, Boozer was hurt. Then they got Williams in, what would that be, 0506? And then 07 was their. Western Conference Finals, right? Okay. All right. Well, you were right. Um, I suppose that's a that's a pretty quick turn. The 500 year was the year that people were predicting they could have the worst record uh, in the history of the NBA, right? Right. And then the next year after the free agent side, it was it was going into that year that they signed Jason Terry and Corey Maggette to restricted free agent contracts that were both matched. And then they went into that year with basically AK and Harpering being their two best players, played 500 basketball, which is still amazing. Mm-hmm. And then they went, they signed Boozer and O'Kerr that next offseason. Thought that they could put Booz with Carlos Arroyo, and that was going to be the next Stockton to Malone, which they quickly moved on from. Uh, had a bad year that year where they won what, Gordon? What was it, 26, 25 Six, games? That sounds about right, yeah. And then that's when they drafted Darren Williams. Okay, then it took them a little while to climb back. One uh, year. They were it was the the following year after Darren's rookie year when Jerry decided like, "Oh, wait, this Darren guy can play." And uh, they went to the Western Conference Finals the next year. And then they bumped their head against the Lakers how many years after that, right? 3 in a row. Yeah. 
Okay. So yeah, they, that's they, pretty they, fast they, they, by they, NBA. And even when the when in Quinn's first year here and, and the year before with uh, Ty, they the, those were losing years, right? Losing records. Mm-hmm. And then they, but see, Dennis Lindsay came in and he had a plan, and and uh, I think they they've executed it pretty well. Hasn't been completely perfect, but it's been pretty darn good, and we're seeing the benefits of that take hold right now. So, yeah. I, I guess you don't have to completely throw the thing away, but man, that that, that is a tough, tough job to make a perennial or, or a, a losing team a winning one. You gotta because basketball, you know how it is. If you don't have one of those star players, it's uh, difficult to climb back. Which brings us back to the conversation about the Wiz, because they do have a star player. Four. Austin, four. That's all I'm saying. All right, SNS Roofing. Want to remind you that a huge winter and spring sales event is going on now, where you can save thousands on a new roof. Call pound two fifty and say SNS Roofing for your free bid. We'll have more big show coming up next. Stay tuned. Uh, Amick joins us at three ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone. <laughs> really headline grabber. Oh wow, uh, two twelve even. 12 minutes into the show for Gordon to make the whiz joke. That might be a new record. How many before 3 o'clock, though? None. I've used it. I've burned it. I'm not uh-huh. going to say it again. No, Thank don't goodness you. the Jazz only play the Wizards twice a year. <laughs> and the Wiz are 3-7 and seven over their last 10. What would it get, what's this game tonight, a victory against the Wiz? What does that really prove? Which brings us back to the conversation about the Wiz, because they do have a star player. Do you have to flush the whole thing down the toilet before you can rebuild? Four. That's what I was talking about. Wait, no. Four. No. Yeah. You're wrong. There's nothing wrong with calling the Wizards the Wiz. You said you wouldn't again. Yeah, you did say that. No, I said I wouldn't say let's go, Wiz. Okay. No, no. It was the no, that's, joke. That's, Wiz is the joke. No. We know let's what you're go doing. With, no, let's go, Wiz is the joke. Do you have Come to flush the whole thing down the toilet before you can rebuild? <laughs> not, not fooling anybody, Chester. No, well, this is such, yeah, this right. such crap. <laughs> and there's that. Right. <laughs> no. The joke is, let's go whiz. Which, not not okay, calling now, them. Now we're everybody, up to seven. Everybody, no, everybody back in Washington calls the whiz, the wizards, Eight, the whiz. Nine. <laughs> Guys, come on. <laughs> the funny part is, let's go whiz. Ten. It's not <laughs> funny. It's not. And nobody calls them the whiz. Yeah, and nobody beats there. them. <laughs> That's a Seinfeld joke. See, see, that at least has some subtle, like some nuance to it. Okay. I'm the whiz. Yeah. You're done you know, now? The, to- the toilet reference was totally a coincidence. Uh-huh. Wasn't, even, wasn't okay. even thinking that it was way. subliminal. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I made it once. I won't make the joke again. No, Bam, I meant ten to, times I would, later. No, and it's not I even said, three. I said I wouldn't say let's go whiz. No, the joke was that, the whiz. Because that's they're, what makes they're, it they're, funny. Their name just is the wizard. Just call them just calling them the whiz is, is that's just that's just that's just an abbreviation. But when you say How let's go whiz, it makes though. it sound like None. I'm inviting I've everyone into the restaurant. I'm not going to say it again. 
I meant that I wasn't going to say let's go, Wiz. But now you forced like me 13. to say it five more times. <laughs> Just can't help yourself. They're the wizards. <laughs> the wizards. It's a dumb name anyway. The wizards. I know. I, didn't, I, mean, oh, I get oh, I why like they switched from bullets, but sure. they could have done better than wizards. Well, there's the alliteration there. No. Washington Warlocks would have been better than Washington Wizards. I mean, what? what's the matter with the, what's the Washington Warthogs? We need a warthog. The warthogs no. would have been what's good. What's the matter with a wizard? I think that's pretty clever. Washington Whip Snakes. It's it's well. First of all, it's not clever. Second of all, what are their colors? Is it the the purple and gold? Is it the red, white, and blue? What's know. the what's the deal? See now, like Washington. You could say the same thing about the jazz, though. What's oh. what are the jazz's colors? It's the Mardi Gras colors. Oh, then what's with the, uh, the you know, the dark mode uniform and the the, the, the gold and, uh, you know, uh, orange and uh, what's all that stuff? Plus, they missed a great opportunity to fall in with the theme of their sports teams, like the Washington Nationals or the Washington Capitals. I mean, it is a the big— The Senators. The Senators. It is a big deal that they are, they are our nation's capital. Uh, I kind of like that theme there. But you, you pluck wizards out—where are they from? Middle Earth? <laughs> they're from harry potter land right gandalf is there is their mascot i mean i don't know what uh what comes out of the swamp uh-huh. swamp joke swamp monster <sighs> still not a wizard the washington wigs you know the wigs. powdered wig they used <laughs> the to wear out there no the party the wigs is that oh, yeah, well, that, yeah. wasn't uh general washington a wig i think he was i think so yeah, yeah. See uh, any of these? I don't. I don't even like wigs, but still would be better. The Washington than the, the Whiplash. Wizard. Whiplash. Why the alliteration though? Do we need that? Is that really? No, that? but if they want to go for that, huh? I I don't see what you guys have against wizards. I think that's uh, that's fine. Are we playing basketball or Dungeons and Dragons? Right. Here? That's the whole thing. <laughs> wizards. The wizards and the magic. Try again. And while we're at it, the thunder. Oh, what's come on? You guys are so stuck in some sort of. Rut. I actually don't what hate thunder. Oh. I've got to admit. Why? I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's somewhat unique. And like, uh, aren't they? What famous? does Oklahoma have claim on thunder? No, to? They, aren't because they famous for their have, storms? They get, wait, wait, they get thunder. They are wicked. We storms, have thunder though. here, Gordon. It thundered in, on the air the other day above your house. I think, well, it could, okay. Well, you, I they don't so have what? claim to the thunder. No, I think they're a little more famous for their storms yeah. than we are. I, I think, I think they owe it to Garth Brooks. Didn't they have a the like a several years where they, it was just a constant dust storm? Wasn't that but a thing? That's not thunder. There's probably yeah, thunder they, in they could be the They could be the Oklahoma Austin. City tornadoes or they storms are, or. They are well known for their thunderstorms there. I mean, and uh, but they're Lauren, not the thunderstorms. Lauren Green used to sing. You know, it would come down in like chunks of busted window pane. And when I think NBA, I think Lauren Green. <laughs> Case closed. Jeez, you have such a narrow view, Austin. You need to broaden it a little bit. The Wizards. Yeah, I don't like the Wizards. A bunch of nerds. Not one bit. It just doesn't fit. Uh, the Wizards. Yeah, it doesn't. It just I does, cast a spell on thee. It doesn't fit in a number of ways. I've got to admit. Well, you got to you know do what? that. I've, I've never been wild about the Orlando Magic for a similar reason. Why? It's the Magic Kingdom. Come on. That's a playoff of that. Well, they call it the Magic Kingdom. 
Just what? call it the Orlando yeah. Mickey's. Yeah, call it the Magic. Well, Ma- not that. Call it, use it as their city instead of Orlando. Say the Magic Kingdoms and then ah. Kingdom and then come up with a nickname. No, no, because they want Orlando in the name. Yeah, what's the matter with you guys? Magic you doesn't thinking- scream Disney. Find something else. Yes, it does scream Disney. That's no, the whole doesn't. point. The Magic. Yes, it's, it's that's the whole Disney thing. That's, that's the Magic Kingdom. They should just they should just pick one of their greatest villains and be that. You guys like the like the, the Orlando or- Jafars, the Orlando Gargamels. <laughs> <laughs> Are the Smurfs even Disney? No, they're not. No, I just Gargamel is one of the all-time villains, right? The Orlando Ursulas. Ah, okay. That's pretty. That's menacing. Yeah, she was. He was a good bad guy. See, any of which would be better than the magic. Uh, I think a lot. Anywho, disagree with you on that. Nobody's going to do you know that one of the Disney some magic fan somewhere magic. just put his, his hand through his radio? <laughs> what, Gordon? I'm sorry. One of the Disney cruise ships is the magic. Yeah, well, you guys, there is a connection there. There's not. Last time I saw Mickey Mouse do magic was in Fantasia, which was the bane of my existence growing up. The Orlando mice would be better. Okay. Well, <laughs> guys. Come on, open your minds up a little bit. Create some space there for some imagination. Sam Amick's coming up next. Unless Stay he heard tuned. This. Yeah, seriously, and then he's going to pass. <laughs> uh, but we'll get to Sam coming up right around the corner. Pregame starts at 4, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, let's go with